This is going to be a longer episode, people. And do you know what's like really cool about podcasts? Any podcast can be a 30-minute podcast if you choose to turn it off. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> anyway, just a thought. Welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica, and my former co-host, Rourke. Hello, and Logan's tail. <laughs> all the all my friends. This is so all, nice. <laughs> all your friends are here. Me, Erica, and Logan. <laughs> okay, yes. wait. One. Can I tell a cre- – actually, no, never mind. You go first. I, <laughs> I have a lot to say, and I'm, like, coming down from twilight because I had dental surgery today, so it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> what a time to be here. I am excited. Um, I mean, we're mostly going to talk about you, although I will say that I am finally feeling rested after my bachelorette weekend. After like two sleeps, I feel rested. And I really, as always, have Sunset Lake to thank. They're sleep gummies. They save my life all the time. I just, I finally feel alive. I regularly use y'all's code. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, my roommate, yeah, my roommate uh, dipped into my new little stash. Uh, I was not mad about it whatsoever, but she hit me up when I was gone being like, I am very sore. Do you have any of that lotion on hand? And I was like, oh, it's right by my nightstand. Go grab it as much as you can. Yeah, I recently asked Cindy because I had um, gifted her some um, of the CBD salve, the Arnica salve. And I was like, yeah, have you tried that? She's like, are you kidding? It's basically empty. Like, I need more. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. I've remained fully Sunset Lake CBD brand loyal, like post, post <laughs> exit. I love it. Um, so if, if anybody hasn't tried it, sunsetlakecbd.com, you can use our code FMH20 for 20% off the whole site. And you can use it many times. So as many as you want. Keep using Go it. Go back. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months, and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah, and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Oh, well, I don't have that many updates this week, personally. Uh, uh, me, me neither. And I feel like it's perfect timing for us to have Rourke come back to the show to update okay, everybody. First, I so okay, first, I have to tell a story, and it's funny because... There's this podcast that I listen to. I talk about it a lot. It's called Game of Roses, and they talk yes. about The Bachelor. And so they're back right now because The Bachelorette season is happening. It's a great season if anyone is watching. It is or a great about season. Watching. It's legit so good. And they will sometimes like kind of go down a wormhole on something that is not very important at all and like just not relevant really. And they call right. it a minutia alert. And this is a minutia alert. This is not a dating story, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell it. Great. So 
the other day, there was a car parked in such a way that it was blocking my garage entrance. Okay. People could not get in, nor could they get out. Not acceptable. Uh, That just happened to me recently, and I had to drive on the fucking sidewalk. It was terrible. Oh, I couldn't even do that because another car was, like, backed. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So I called the – I was like, Erica's a, like – safely confrontational person i want to see what she would do in the situation so i texted erica and i was like what should i do and she was like call the non-emergency police line and they will yeah. have like a traffic person to come out like whatever 311 in new york yeah it was two it's 211 in la if anyone would like yeah. to know and so i do yeah, that because you call 911 like okay it's not like a super emergency so you could put me on hold uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like, no, no one's in danger right i am just annoyed yeah so also the reason I was trying, so this was 10 p.m. Also, the reason I was trying to get out is because I get my bikini waxes at 10 p.m. Um, Wild, great. but okay. Well, it's so it works for my schedule really well. <laughs> so anyway, by the time the person gets there, it's like 11 ish. They call me. I'm still up working, so they call me and they say, "Can you come down?" Um, it's a woman, and that will make sense in a second. She says, "Come down." Um, and I'm the traffic enforcement person, come chat with me, whatever. So I come down and I obviously look like shit. And she is like, oh, and she kind of starts. What? And I'm like, hi, um, I, you know, I'm Rourke. I'm the person who called. And she goes, and she looks, cause I think the report has my name on it. Yeah. And she goes, are you Rourke, Allie's friend from the Finding Mr. Hype podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. Isn't that so funny? She uh, was so I, I I'm obsessed with her. I told her, I was like, we're recording soon. I will totally give you a shout out. She was lovely. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, that's amazing. That's like maybe the best in-person recognizing that has ever happened for the pod. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. And then she was like, so are you a lawyer? You passed the bar. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm up right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah unfortunately that's why we're having this conversation exactly. because i have to get my bikini waxes at 10 o'clock yeah anyway so she was a delight and so um i just wanted to share that quick story we have better stories um i love okay. that so much also by the way we can scrap what i said over text we're just we're gonna do it we're gonna do it live okay let's go oh that makes me so happy i was so- obviously i was down for for the plan but i am very excited great so um I've been dating the Ranger, if you Woo-hoo! remember. Woo-hoo, throwback. <laughs> and Erica actually met him. No way. I didn't know that. When? There was this, it's like, it was like really nerdy. Um, it was these like beach, it was this like beach competition called the Aerospace Games. Oh. What yes, happens at the Aerospace Games? Where a bunch of like engineers play sports. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I don't want to be corrected. I'm just picturing the Top Gun volleyball scene. It probably wouldn't have been so different from that. Um, we missed – we did not see volleyball. Um, apparently, the volleyball was – he was saying that he, he was generally very impressed with the level of competition. You know, I, it's funny because I meant to message you and then I got distracted when I saw your story about how you're going to watch sports at the beach. Yes. I was like, are you going to watch volleyball at the beach? And then I got distracted and I forgot to ask. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so Erica, impressions, thoughts, I want to hear. We have not discussed. Oh, yeah. So uh, we did make it late to the games. <laughs> so, so late, in fact, that we saw the winning point and then it all ended. 
<laughs> Incredible. Great timing. You were there for the important thing. You know, hectic, hectic with parking and all that. But the point is we made it. Um, I mean, the Ranger overall is just a really, really nice guy. Very uh, calm energy, but also very. confident energy. Like that. Love he- calm and confident. So I obviously know I only, I only like what, hung out with him for like an hour or two. Yeah. Uh, this, this is, I would summarize my impression of like, seems like the perfect combo of sweet, but aggressive. I can totally see why you say that. I, I like, like that description. Like he has, you know, what the military background or army, army background, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so it's like, there is this like calm, calmness to him. But at the same time, this like, oh, I know you don't, you won't like take any shit. And you'll mm-hmm. like, I don't know if standing up for people is the right thing to say, but I'm, I'm like, cause obviously he's not an aggressive person, Yeah, but it just not. seems, seems like almost the perfect balance of like masculine and feminine energy. Like you can tell he's, is really caring and very sweet, but he's not like a pushover. Yes. Very well I guess said. This is my way to put it. So that I was, that was my that. impression. Yeah. Um, and then something I've been keeping from both of you guys, we broke up yesterday. What? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, welcome okay. for this content right now. Yeah, I, t- I take okay. back everything I said. No more compliments. No, it's I'm fine. Like, He's still a great guy. I, I, I kind of was the one who called it. Yeah. Well, I can explain. Okay. We, yeah. I, so I think, I think we got to go. Okay. I am. I'm still. I'm still reeling. But I think for the listeners, let's go back. Fair. Give them the context that we have about like leading up to this. But holy shit, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I might cry. So just heads up on that front. Um, That's totally totally fine. Combo of like drugs, emotions, life. Moving on. Of course. Um, So yeah. As people know, he is at business school. And he texted me in the spring that he would be working in LA this summer. Can you remind me, actually, when when did you visit? Was that October. in the fall? It was October. October. Okay. okay. And, yes, yeah, so he texted me in the spring that he got a job in L.A. and that he would be here for, like, three months of, like, uh, June, July, August. Mm-hmm. And so I had very much, after October, like, written him off. And this made me realize, like, oh, shit. I cannot have him here and be his tour guide, best friend, integrate him into my friend group, LA Life, and then also be like, yeah, go on that Bumble date. Have a great time. Like that was going to be really painful. And so I was like, this is going to be the first time in our adult life or literally since college when we were at the same place. And so I am going to like shoot my shot truly once and for all. Or basically say we need to like stop being like we need to not be friends at, in LA because like that I can't have that. Um, where like my plan was to say like if if he had said like I don't want to try dating, yeah, um, I would have said then I need to draw some boundaries around our LA friendship, and I'm happy to be a part of your like support system, but I cannot be your best friend. Um, totally understandable. Also, by the way, I apologize now that you guys do video and stuff. Like if the dental surgery was on the right side of my mouth. So I apologize if it's like sort of droopy and like looks a little weird. Anyway. I wouldn't even have noticed if you hadn't mentioned it. Great. And I actually still don't see it. Great. Perfect. So, um, so yes. So I, we had a text back and forth. This is back in the spring where we agreed to have a phone call to talk about our 
like thoughts and feelings about dating. And Mm -hmm. I specifically told him, you know, in those messages where I I said, if you truly see me as like just a friend and don't want to do this, then I don't want to have this call at all because I don't want to lay everything bare for you to be like, ha ha, see you as a friend. Never That would have sucked. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, I only want to have this conversation if the door is open. Are you telling me the door is open? And he said, I want to have this conversation. So I was like, okay. All great signs. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Call goes great. He's like, I do want to try. He actually says he gives me a very long like speech about like how he's had feelings throughout as well, but like didn't really know how to act on them because of logistics, like all this stuff. And so I'm like, great. Anyway, so we sort of like are, I guess, like long distance dating. Like I, I don't even know what to call it for like the spring into June until he gets here where we're FaceTiming, talk, calling like at least once, like talking a ton, very, very yeah. amplified compared to where our friendship had been. It's a lot like flirtier, you know, like we're transit, we're moving, we're moving the train in the direction of like romance. Right. And then he gets here and it's, it's, it is, was so great. Like I cannot tell you, like I'm already going to cry. <laughs> It's okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think it's ever happened when I was a co-host. So great. Anyway, I think that like I had never like I always think that like I stand by that my female friendships will like have profound places in my heart always and that like I don't think any man that I'm ever dating is going to want to hear that like sweet green underfilled my dressing, whereas my girlfriends are like, let's riot, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. I, I fully felt, I was like, oh, I'm dating my best friend. And like, this is like the best feeling, you know? Yeah. I mean, all of the things that you told us about not only him, but like about how you felt and about the situation definitely indicated that. I mean, it yeah. just felt very immediately comfortable yeah and he's been in your life for a very long time yeah yeah and and has actually been a friend to you before this yes in a very like a very good friend too yeah Um, in a real way this is a scenario i feel like a lot of people think about or even kind of dream about a little bit with a friend of theirs yeah it's very common that you've always had that person that's around and you're like what if we dated like it's just so great when we hang out and we have so much fun yeah no totally and i will say at the end of the day here, he is definitively, officially no longer the one who got away. You know, like that is so key. That slate Very is true. fucking clean. So key, uh, having been there. Like that's Yeah. Such a relief in a sense. Even it, like obviously like really sucks to no longer be dating. Yeah. Or even just the level of like you said, like the what if you just never said anything. Yeah, you never exactly. brought it to his attention of like, hey, I kind of have had a thing for you or I've thought about us dating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. Like we were like, he is a great partner. He was like, we were both so good to each other. Like it was a lovely, like in many ways it's, you know, as you guys talk about, as we have talked about a excellent, like standard reset reminder vibe of like what something can really feel like. Yeah. So obviously he has one more year of business school left and then he does not definitively like he doesn't have a job for after business school and so keep those things in mind and basically so when he was in the like all of his relationships in history have had components and times of long distance some more than others right he feels 
incredibly negatively about how those have gone. And so we were talking yesterday night after, as you guys know, I had already had a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and so we were talking last night and I, and he sort of like, I had wanted to, I actually didn't even realize this. He pointed out like we were exactly like halfway through the three months and, wow. um, and I like didn't even realize, and I was like, oh, I did not even realize that. Cause I just sort of intuitive. I was like, by the way, like, how are you feeling? How has this felt to you to like date? Yeah. I don't think I re- realized when you talked about him coming to LA, I kind of forgot that business school was two years yeah. and that like, this was not a permanent move. I, I for, in my head, he was like moved there. Obviously, yes. I think true. this would look really different if this was a like permanent move right now. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, so he says, he's like, oh, like, I, like, I feel great. The time has flown. Like, I'm having the best time. Like, you're basically, like, if you were any more perfect, you would be boring. Like, the, like, you know, very nice. <laughs> and, so yeah. And, and then I was like, okay. So taking now that, how you're feeling in the present, what does that mean for how you want to, how does that affect your feelings about moving forward? And he basically expressed that he like, I think, and I and I think this this is kind of like military background vibes. Mm. I think he frames things really in like the framework of losses and negatives and like mitigating loss. Mm. And so he like goes through about how like awful, hard, and like all the problems with long distance. How he doesn't know like what state he's going to be in necessarily after graduation, and like how like this is all this like big mess. And he, like, isn't settled. Whatever. And I said, okay. So is it a fair summary of what you just said to say that you do not see a path forward with this? And he basically avoided that question. Um. And so I was like, okay, so then we're going to call it. Because I can't, like, I have been the one to cheerlead this. I cannot cheerlead this every month for the rest of our lives. Right. I was the champion of saying, this is worth the risk. Let's try. And you've like, you've had a great fucking time. And then like when, when we started the summer, he sort of expressed general hesitancy about like long distance and kind of like fears about like what would come next. And I was like, when you said all that, we still decided to try. And now like, it's the same refrain and like, this cannot be my job forever. And like, no. Yeah. Cause what I was thinking when you said that is like, he, nothing's changed. Like right. he knew the situation when y'all decided to try. And, and I know that you guys had that conversation. So like. Agreed. And so, um, I think he did not, I think he expected me again to like fix it mm-hmm. and say like, here's the reasons like we should stay and it's not a problem. And like, it's worth mm-hmm. it and da, 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 da. And because when I said like, well, then I think we should call it. He was like, well, wait, like, don't you have like thoughts and opinions on like what I just said? And I was like, I frankly don't because romantic relationships are unique in that one person can make a decision for two. And by you not seeing like the positives or a po- like a positive result here, you've made that decision and I'm done talking. Like, there's nothing more I can say. 
So you didn't even say like you were willing to try distance. So I, I had said like, you already know all my thoughts. It is that I think nine months is tenable that two people with independent lives and busy lives are actually very well suited to that type of thing. Also, as you know, my job, I could be anywhere. They do not like, as long as I get my work done, they don't care. I am, I can be full remote if I want. And, and also like Gibson has a million offices. It would not be my first choice necessarily, but if he wanted to like, you know, work with his mentor at business school and start a company in New York, I could fucking transfer to the New York Gibson office or whatever. I, people know where I work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was thinking like, yeah, technically true. He doesn't know where he's going to be after graduation, but that is a decision that he has ownership and agency in. Yeah. Like, That's and could make say. that decision with you, like with a person it's yep. not it's not something that's just going to happen to him. Uh, trust me, I agree. And that's the thing. I'm like I can't educate you into this mindset. Like yeah. you're you're not in it and I'm then stepping away. And at the end of the day, like honestly what make like I tr- like it's going to make me cry again because I feel sad for him that like if he thinks he has to be like if he thinks he has to be 100% settled before like being somebody's partner or like making this part of his life happen, his life is going to pass him by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just really sad. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Like that's, we've talked about that before with like the whole taxi cab light thing, right? That like, a lot of times I think especially men are like, Oh, well when I am, settled in my career or like when I have this, when I have that, when I have this and yeah, there's always going to be another thing. Yeah. Anyway. And especially must hurt because it's like we all know people or I'm sure there were probably couples in law school when you were there, right? Or that at least had a partner that was distance and they're currently in law school and doing school across the country. It's like we've all seen it work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've seen it work and the biggest thing was just making the decision of I'm going to try to get my life in certain places where we can be physically in the same place. Like I, I have yeah. a friend that went to law school and she dated her guy distance all four years and they stayed together. She's not easy. I, I know multiple examples of that. Yeah. But like, you know, it was like, let me graduate. And then from there, try to figure out where can I get a job? Where can you get a job? Can we be in the same place? So it's, yeah. it, it, I mean, not, not to just add to your frustration, but I'm like, no, no, no. we all know examples no, of that. It's really preaching valid. to the choir. And like, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, I can't like, there's no, to me, like, I just know that I can't, like, I had to like, let it fall apart. You know, like I couldn't like advocate my way into that outcome. Well, yeah, because I mean, especially because of the pattern that you talked about where like you've been the cheerleader, like you've been the one saying like, we can make this work, like let's risk it. And of course he's, he, he's an active participant in it, but like, you know, he's not meeting you halfway in that cheerleader capacity. Yeah. We're like, what else will you have to advocate him into in the future? Yep. Ugh, I'm sorry though. That really sucks. That's okay. It'll be okay. So how did you guys leave it then? Um, we just like, he gave me a hug and 
we said goodbye. Like, I think balls in my court. Like, I it, it was not, like, it was not, there was not, like, high animus. Like, the, it was not contentious. Yeah. Um, we, you know, he was so afraid of us, like, losing our friendship. What's, what's funny to me about it is that I never felt that, I didn't acutely feel that risk because we would speak extensively once a year. Right. And that is so different to how I perceive good friendship that, for me, I get, like, Honestly, if that is is his idea of what was so valuable in our friendship, I can totally handle that. Like, I can talk to you once a year, no problem. Like, I'm, I'm good. I can definitely handle that emotionally. Um, That's also and, a male and female difference, usually. Totally. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, you know, very selfishly, part of me is like, have fucking fun for the next six weeks in LA, man. I made your life, like, real good and easy for six weeks. But whatever yeah not whatever but no but i I, really know what you mean you know i mean i don't think the ball's in your court by the way personally i don't think he'll reach out to me i think no but i mean like your your side was i'm willing to try his side was i think this is less likely to work out than work out and it's like okay i'm not gonna convince you yeah i said i'm open to it it sounds like you want to cut it when you go back who knows about visiting it in the future. So as much as it sucks right now, it's like, yeah, good move of don't entertain it for the rest of the summer. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's another six weeks of investment on your end, right. Of like continuing to get emotionally invested, which is exactly why I was like, nope now. Like, yeah, no, you're feel like I can feel it. Like this is not going to change in six weeks. I, we got it like no more. So I think the question is, I feel like with any breakup, right? If you break it off fully, no contact, and they come back in a certain period of time and say they take it back and they want to really try, what what's the verdict on that for you? I would there, I would have a lot of questions on the work that he's done in between. Like what's changed? Yeah, for, for your mind, like what made your mindset change? Right. Yeah. Yeah, very much like what's different. And there are certain things that, you know, I'll keep private about his emotional state that I would specifically ask about. But, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I would I, – I think it's clear none of us would accept if he came back and we're like, well, can we just do this the rest of the summer and, like, and then I give you my final answer oh, on no, distance? No, 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 It's no. like you've known me for years. Like, you know by now, like, if this would be it, if you'd be in by now yes. to really try. Yeah, and I actually even I even said to him at like one point in the conversation, um, because part of me because what everything of you guys everything that you guys were just saying the people who we've seen make it work that it just doesn't sound that fucking crazy, and so I said, if you just aren't that into me, that is easier. I can take that. You can tell me that. And that's unfortunately not it. That would have been easier. <laughs> Because the other thing is more illogical. It's well, the other way is like so frustrating. It's exactly. like easier to understand, like, oh, okay, this person just doesn't like me as much as I like them. Correct. That sucks. But like I can understand it, but it's so frustrating to be like, why can't you just do the just do the thing that you yeah. want to do? Just do it. Yep. I mean to me it feels lazy. Exactly. Especially, yeah, I should... you know, you work so much that I'm like, in terms of <laughs> Like, I don't want to say demanding I'm relationships that are just like, like you, you really don't even have that much time to be available anyway. So like him having the workload of school and you having your natural workload. Yeah. 
it's also somebody somebody asked this time. somebody asked this in an AMA recently like when's your next vacation and I have three trials in a row meaning mm. I am not going to come up for air starting in pretty much like August until March 2024 damn so like that's that which also isn't ideal because then we're not like like we couldn't be like I couldn't come visit really like with that you know that honestly yeah. would have been tough in its own right in terms of visiting but it's not like I'm going to be yapping at you saying like what are you doing call me like I'm sitting around what are you why are you so busy like oh you're at a party like that's not fair like no whatever whatever we we all know we we're the choir we know <laughs> yeah we are we are here we are we are in an echo chamber yeah yeah I hear you uh, but anyway sucks. it's okay we have like one that's why that's why eric i was like i wonder if eric is gonna think anything of this i texted her today and i was like we're definitely going to the chaotic singles party <laughs> i already yes. already thought that was in the plan <laughs> even if you were still dating i was like hey, yeah. come it'll be a fun time yeah, yeah. yeah why not but yeah I'm, I'm excited i got my ticket officially great because um i mentioned last week's episode the app's just like they're not hitting for me i even went back to bumble got plenty of matches oh, on bumble yeah. And I think I've learned this, Allie. I am no longer taking stats of my dating apps because it fucking pisses hurtful. me off. Yeah, it's too hurtful and it <laughs> makes me angry. <laughs> I like my ignorant bliss of I just message all my matches and I check it later and I don't count because I counted last night. And I was like, all right, we messaged 16 people. I have one response. All it takes is what? one, Erica. I know all it takes is I one, mean, but it's still this true. like... I, I just I, was I, like, I shouldn't have counted. Like, I just woke up being like, you shouldn't have counted, you know? Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I was thinking about that on Hinge today. Somebody, I sent out, and I actually forgot to write down how many I sent out because, um, Rourke, I've been statting my Hinge X. Yes. Because I've, I've been, paid, I've, I, I've been yeah. listening, don't worry. Okay. So <laughs> I forgot. I sent out a bunch when I was in bed last night before I went to sleep, and I forgot to write down how many it was. And then this morning, I was like, man, like, you can't see – you don't have like a sent box. It's like not like email where you can like see how many things have been sent. So like I truly don't know how many I sent out. And then I started to go down that rabbit hole. Like would that actually be good? I don't think that would be good. I don't think I need to see that. I don't think I need to be able to scroll through all the comments that I've sent out that nobody replied to. Yeah. I've For me, the only person who I've ever like really dated from Hinge is the cyclist. Right. Who is the one who lives across from the CrossFit place? Oh, I just did a show in that place last night. What a, what a small world <laughs> everything is. Uh, something I noticed, though, because I, in my annoyance with Hinge X, um, I was curious, like, if I pause my account or I delete my account and, like, completely redo my profile, does it keep my Hinge mm-hmm. X status? Or would I have to, like, pay for that again or whatever? Yeah. So I went to do it, but then it very quickly gave me that option. I feel like we've mentioned this before. They call it fresh start right now. Yeah. So it's you reset your discover feed, but you keep your profile and you keep the matches that you currently have. Right. But I believe I believe that means even people you say no might pop up again. I'm not sure. Yeah, if I think it like fully it fully gets rid of your history. Okay. So As I was if like, you're brand new, but you get to keep talking to the people you were talking to. Right. So I did hit fresh start and did that and probably sent out God knows how many likes last night. But I was like, let me see if that does something. Because a couple of friends that I talked to in LA were all like, oh no, Hinge is like that. They're like, it's like you either hit on it or you don't. And they say all the time they will delete their profile 
complete fresh start. And I think that's why, you know, Hinge has the data. That's probably why they've added this option. They're like, let's basically just do that for you without the whole logistics. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the logistics. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it helps their reports where they're like, no, not many people delete their Hinge account. And it's like, we're all doing fresh start though, Hinge. It's the same yeah. Do they make you pay for it or is it free? So it was free. And I don't know if that's because I'm HingeX or just because I, I was hitting to fully delete the account. And it was almost like a last ditch resort. Yeah. Because I believe when you saw it, it was like $3. They, you were yeah, like, they, they tried to charge doing. me for it. But I don't think I was trying to delete. I think I had like maybe paused. I don't think I was fully trying to delete. It's just like when you try to cancel a subscription and they're like, what if you get half off? Yes. yes. It's just, it's a consumerism yeah. move. But as yeah, I've already like said. save the sale. Hinjex already seemed like a scam to me. It doesn't seem better. Now I'm just like, yeah, you're immediately showing me people that are like more my type. But the result, I'm not getting like better results. So like if you don't match with those people, Hinge, it doesn't matter. Yeah, me paying for regular Hinge versus Hinjex versus free Hinge. I have not seen a difference personally. So that's my take on it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm excited I think for I have another. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for y'all to go. I was out of town or the night that um the chaotic singles party was in New York. I couldn't go. So I was bummed about that. I am going to a you know that speed dating organization that I had that got, done I had done like a speed dating thing. Yeah, Amber Club. Yeah. yeah. So they now have more mixers. They do speed dating still, but they also are doing like invite only similar to the speed dating thing mixers. And I am doing one of those. I think it's next week. That sounds fun. So I'm, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm trying to go to this um, symposium, or I think they're calling it a summit, but it's this tech podcast that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get to this. Unfortunately, every like all the tickets are sold out and whatnot, so I'm trying to find my way into this into this summit because I think there would be a lot of them there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Why do you think I went to the aerospace games? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he would very good point he would still set you like we could still get you set up um with people oh yeah that came up when we were all chatting Mm -hmm. he was like i work in an office he would totally do that (laughs) yeah well he works in an office full of men yeah i'm like why not if anything though it's i think it's funny he asked me what like i'm into or looking for and i gave him the most simple answer and he was like I need more than that. And I'm like, I, I really don't at this point. <laughs> I don't, I do not. Like, in fact, like, I'm like, well, really, wanna, I'm not picky. Well, now I want to ask him about the hottie that was sitting there. Oh my God. I mean, I there was a hot guy. Does, he know, does he know him? They definitely work together. They had, cause every, mm-hmm. every, t- every company had shirts. Uh, huh. so, but there was, but you know, there, we were kind of playing the game of like, how old are these people? You know? Yeah. Love that game. Where you're like, that that one seems 25. Like, is that even okay for us to consider? In, uh, I went into detail on my Charleston trip on the Patreon, but the the biggest headline is- You looked so young. good, by the way. That looked oh, so fun. You. And your, I loved that, that black dress was insane. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to buy it. It was hot. I saw Thank you put you. it on your hinge. I did put it on my hinge. Sexy number two photo. Hello. Yeah. Um, I finally replaced my video previously is the thing that gets the most because now I'm tracking not only am I tracking the likes that come in, but I'm tracking what they come in on, which I've never done before. And um, my video by far was get which I already knew, but it's nice to see it in like black and white. So we'll see what happens because now it's a different video. Um, so yeah, I do think I'm going to buy that dress. I need to buy a different one though because the boning was kind of coming out at the bottom of, so I need to like return it and then 
buy it again so that hopefully they send me one that is not kind of broken um but dropping it low too many times pretty much probably it's probably my own fault let's be honest um (laughs) don't blame my biggest takeaway from charleston is that it is bachelorette party central and there are a lot of people there but they are so young they are so young i know yeah people our age are at home with the kids like (laughs) yeah and that's why on southern charm you have shep the 38 year old dating like 24 year old women because i think that there is like that huge cut in the middle is missing yeah they're not there they're yeah. like fully not there we ended up we met a so we did a boat tour on saturday and our boat captain was very cute and and like really nice and he we asked him what he was doing that night and we ended up meeting up with him and his friends on their boat and they were 22 Go off. We had a a great ass time. We had a great ass time. But like, and it it was funny because people were asking questions like, oh, you play volleyball? Like, where do you play volleyball? Mm. Like, asking for a school. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, Jesuit prep? (laughs) I play in New York City. Uh, (laughs) NYU, ma'am? Yeah. And then they just like left it at that. I was like, perfect. Yes, let's move on. Yeah. They probably thought you were being coy, like people who say, like, I go to school in Cambridge or I go to school in Yes, New I'm Haven. so private. I'm so <laughs> private. Yes. So we got to do those. We got to do golf now, Rourke, like we said. I, come, come. We're going to go. Um, and then I'm, a couple I'm of my – So Ian and Jared, um, got my guy friends, like, golf a fair amount. And, like, they said they would take us out and give us tips and whatnot. So, yeah, let's all do Penmar or something soon. Yeah, I'm game. Yeah. Real I'm life. that. Yes. Yeah. I do think I am going on a hinge date, not this week, but next week. Great. He, we, he and new I were guy. just messaging new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brand new guy from the messages that I was sending out. Not last night, a couple nights ago. It's like a fairly new match. Moved quickly to the ask out, which I like. Love Good. That. Yeah. So we shall see. Listen up guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhyte.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Well, that's all we got. We can get to the topic. Yeah. 
let's jump let's back. dive in. It's I'm it's feeling especially fresh in my mind because obviously I was on a bachelor party this weekend, and so there was a lot of wedding talk, and not only about like my friend whose bachelor party it was about her upcoming wedding, but also like things we've been into in the past and like what you know. I'm very primed for this topic. Love. In other words, yeah. So I wanted to so. If I if I may break the news, we're talking sort of like wedding etiquette situations. Yes. And the reason I in my parallel universe lives, I ha, I am a event planner or Love. I am an Emily Post. And so this is the intersection of my two alternate yes. universe professions, and so I have a lot of feelings and opinions and I think we're going to disagree on some and I'm excited. Eh? Amazing. Okay, since you're the guest, Rourke, Let's go for, with you first. What's what's one you want to throw into the mix? Okay, so I think that there are several categories here, right? Like I think there's guest behavior, I think there's bride and groom behavior, and then I think there's also like plus one behavior. Yeah, like the yeah, the the structure of the event in that sense. Yeah, so like yeah. when okay, let's let's I think it's easiest to start with guest stuff. Okay, so let's let's I mean easy first topic, let's start with outfits. Great. Do we think things like you can't wear white, is that a vestige of the past? Do we do people care about that anymore? The guests should not be wearing white. I think the white thing should be a given. I'm with like, you. Like we we should not be wearing white at weddings. Totally agreed. Oh, okay. I have a list of colors I don't I don't think is okay. Oh, oh more wow. than just white? <laughs> Go on. Like white, off white, beige. I fucking hate oh, and it's in trend yes. right now. Champagne and champagne. And I will I will even extend this. This is a maybe on this one, but that really light blush pink color. That's borderline. Okay. Yeah. Anything and, that could be mistaken for white at, at a gla- at a glance is a no, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll even yeah. throw in like that light, like depending on the fabric, there's like silver and gold that also can appear really, really light coloring. And this is the other trend I've noticed that I think is an extra emphasis on these colors right now. Those colors are really in trend for the bridal party to be. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it's like a double bad move that you have a very high chance of matching the bridal party, but you're not in it and being too light of a color. That's close to whatever the bride is doing. Yeah. Personally. So yeah, I think that to me, and so I don't know if you saw this video that went viral and I actually uh, on TikTok commented on it and said, why is nobody talking about in these comments that this girl was on Gallery Girls? But did you did you guys watch that Bravo show, Gallery Girls? I, yeah, I, 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 not not religiously, but I know the one. They, the girl, it was like about following the, all those women that worked at art galleries in New York, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And it was this one, it only made it one season, but I was obsessed. These girls were completely unhinged. And one of the women was named Angela and she's incredible. She has incredible style. She's like, she is, she is, I love her fashion sense. And she happened to come up on my FYP, not related to this at all, because she found this incredibly beautiful sculpted dress with a white bodice and then a big black ball gown skirt, or maybe it was the reverse. I don't recall. But Ooh. it, mm-hmm, it was yeah, part part of it was white. It TikTok was in a frenzy over this debate, and I of course commented. I was like, "No opinion on this, but can we talk about how it's Angela from Gallery Girls?" But no one responded. Anyway, so um, oh, it's like basically wearing her, like, a white top with not. black pants. 
like almost similar vibe if someone was like a regular person, let's say. Yeah, I think the regular so. person version, right? So I want to find it because I think the issue is that it was such a state. So, okay, this gets to my larger point, which is that I actually don't think we advise people not to wear white because we're going to confuse a guest with the bride. It's about no, pulling not. focus. Yes. 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 That yes, is yes. what it is. Yeah. Being close to the bride's color, which makes sense why it's a trend now that your bridal party is those like associated colors that blend well. Because they like are pulling, they're like focused together. So yeah. maybe this is where you're going with it, Rourke. But I also have seen dresses because let's be honest, it's like pretty much never men that are coming into the territory of like, why are they wearing that thing that takes away focus? There is a lot of I've seen at weddings. Oh, I had yeah. it reversed. No. It oh the whole bottom top. is white. Yes, oh, it was no. black on top, white on the bottom. I've actually seen somebody wear that as a wedding dress. There you go. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. It it's is incredible. But oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, not, for, not a wedding. for a wedding. Yeah. Angela Pham but- is her name. Oh, my God. 12,000, almost 13,000 comments. <laughs> People have thoughts. Um, yeah. But I think this also gets into the territory of, like, let's say that dress was, like, neon pink or something like that. This also gets into the territory of like, I also don't think a wedding is the time to wear the the showstopper dress that is so over the top that you are the full focus when you walk into the room. Because that's Absolutely not why agreed. you're there. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. What do you think of Obviously this? I've seen this. I've seen this recently. Side note, actually, how do you feel about this? I hate if you wear a floral dress that the base is white. I don't think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's and the I know people debate it. Yeah, like they debate how much the flower is covering, but I'm like, if the base color is white, don't do it. it is my I theory. feel like it's kind of if you have to ask someone if they think it's okay if you wear that to the wedding, don't wear that to the wedding. Pick pick one of the millions of other options that you don't have to ask someone about. That is the top comment. If you have to ask, it's a no. Yes, yes. exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if you guys have heard of this. Don't wear red to a wedding was a whole new thing. And people were campaigning for this. Like you can wear cream. That's okay. But you can't wear red. And I was like, I would prefer I've worn red, red to a cream. wedding. I would wear way prefer red. I have heard the don't wear red to a wedding. I don't agree with that though. Right. Like one I found, it gave a specific of bright red, like a scarlet or fire truck red. I still think that's fine. But I'm like, I... I've never heard of this personally. I've been to plenty of weddings and seen lots of red. Yeah, I think you have to make choices as to what your statement is going to be if you're going to have a statement dress. If you go with a bright red dress, maybe have it be a sheath rather than sequins or have cutouts or, you know, you got like pick your spot. And so like if you're going to do a bold color, don't do bold details. Yeah, I'd agree on that. I think that makes sense. My two cents. Yeah. And, and and I also think, I think like I see women going in the like either white or like too much of a statement, et cetera. And I think that where men trip up is they're going too casual mm. in what, in what I have seen. I actually recently gave my brother advice on bringing outfits to a wedding. And I was like, we got to go one level up from where we're currently at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the curse of men versus women at weddings in general. It's very true. We have a much harder job. Yeah, we carry weddings yeah. on the backs. Basically, yeah. It's like, are you wearing matching pants and jacket? Great, you're doing great. That's like all you have to worry about. Yeah. Okay, so now 
let's talk a little bit about as a guest bringing plus ones. Ooh. This is what I really want to talk about because I have been hearing a lot recently of, and this is not related to the recent bachelorette that I went on, unrelated to my to my friend's wedding, but I've been hearing a lot recently about guests requesting plus ones, like guests no. contacting no, I the think couple. Absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not, not, right? I think absolutely don't even ask. Not. I don't even care if you've had a boyfriend for however long or girlfriend for however long. No, don't ask because they they made a choice on purpose. The couple, right? They didn't. They, they have didn't to make like, cuts somewhere, and your significant yes. other got cut. Sorry. <laughs> they know they've made that decision. Like, like accept they, it. And, it wasn't a mistake. And if they didn't, if they didn't know that there was a potential person for you to bring as a plus one, then that person is not impo- very important to them in their wedding because they've never met them and they don't even know they exist. Yep. I have a re- I have a reverse version of this. Go for if it. I've never met the groom, I I shouldn't have to go to the wedding. Can I say that? I mean, you can turn oh. down an invitation at any point. Yeah, you don't but have I'm to like, go Am to I crazy wedding. that I was shocked? I'm like, I got an invite. I'm like, I've never even met this man. And you've dated him for however many years. Like, yeah, you can. You don't we have, have to go not to gotten anything. together. Sorry, that, that deterred from the that plus That is one, interesting. But... I wonder if that was like, a, is it a really big wedding? Did they just like start inviting no. more people because they wanted it to be big? Yeah, I think that happens sometimes if they don't have a ton of family. And I made the cut yeah. of a friend group. But I just was sitting there like, this is hilarious. You dated this man seven years. I've never met him. Like, that's how long it's been since we've really even spoken. Like, I don't even know what this man's name is. I've gotten that before because of associations like friend groups where they're like, oh, well, if I invite this person, then I right. should invite the like larger group that I know them through. And I'm like, no, you don't. I don't right. But it. however, I, I didn't get a plus one. And some of our other friends did because they have been with their people for like years. Yeah. And I didn't expect one. I wasn't like, well, everybody else has a date. It's like, no, just, no. oh, I'm very anti-asking if you can bring a plus one personally. Absolutely. Very not. anti. I, and sometimes things change, right? So I went to a friend's wedding where that was down in Palm Springs. So it was pretty close. And she texted me kind of close to the wedding. Like, you know, we had more melt than you, ex- than we expected. Would you like to bring a plus one? And then I brought Matt and we had a great time. Seems yeah, my free. friend we did that drive down. for her wedding up in up in Massachusetts, the wedding I went to last summer, where I was literally the only single person there. Not I, That is not an exaggeration. I was totally fine with that going in. But then closer to the wedding, she was like, we did have some people drop out. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I like your friends. I'm going to have a good time. Like, I don't need to bring someone on this weekend get away with me because yeah. it wasn't as close as Palm Springs is for you. But yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. So then – Let's imagine. So, what is your so changing the perspective a little bit of the bride and groom? What is your perspective on no ring, no bring? I don't like that because I think that that like people can have life partners without being married. People can have like very serious partners without being married. I think if if it were me, I would be thinking about how much interaction I've had with that person. Like, is is my friend's partner a, a part of my life too? And that means they've probably been together for a while and like that, then that kind of starts to come into play for me, I think. Yeah. So where I, the reason I think this, this rule exists and why I think what you just described makes sense, but is hard is that then you can really get into some discretionary fights. Yeah. And so this is, this is my personal opinion. I think if you are getting married in your 30s, you need to give everyone that is not a family member a plus one. That is not like invited kind of by default. You need to give. Wait. Are they also 30 and up? 
Yes, I think you need to give like every okay. thirty year. Like, I, I guess I don't know which who in my twenty. Like, what twenty year old? I have like I have like cousins that are like twenty four. Well, then they'd be family. So that's so family. Like, yeah. No, I'm talking about your friends. Members. Okay. Yeah. So, so in that case, then, assuming that we have a limited budget, everybody has some sort of budget. You have to cut multiple people. You're cutting your you're cutting your guest list of your friends in half. Yes. In order to then add a plus one in, I think that's the polite thing to do as a host. Interesting. I re- I disagree with that. I don't think you I have to give everyone too. a plus one. I don't personally. Think so. And the and the this no is one ring. Of the things I thought we would disagree on. <laughs> yeah. No. And the no ring, no bring. I do think still stands, but we've just changed the definition of ring. But then again, you're getting Does into that these make discretionary sense? calls where. But I but I don't think that's unfair. You know what I mean? It's like obviously I know like my friend from college, Jamie, who is gay and lives with her partner and has been together for five years. If you said no ring, no bring, I'm like, oh, obviously that counts them. You know what I mean? Like in my head, I'm like, that obviously counts them. <laughs> right. Because like, there's then, not an official marriage, whatever, you know? I think you're then inviting the call of, okay, well then why isn't mine as serious to you? Like you're, you're, you're just asking to referee. Well, I think that that gets into my opinion on guests don't get an opinion. <laughs> Agreed. But there's no accounting. Like I just think. Well, you're, oh yeah, sure. People will, people will get, people will be. Yeah. I'm sure they'll talk shit, but I just don't wild care. Wild on I'll make the call. I'm like, you've been dating this guy three months. No, I'm not giving you a plus one. Sorry. <laughs> like, I because I see yeah. it as you got to make the cut somewhere, and I'm like, and and I'm I, like, I'm gonna have to cut people that I would like to invite because my family's so huge. So like, mm. if some of you don't get a plus one, I'm kind of like, shrug, okay. Because in my planning mind, I'll go, well, they'll probably be with other people I know that we know each other from the same circle who also don't get a plus one and boom, y'all are at the same table having a good time. You didn't need so, your plus one anyway. That's how my That's I think as a single person going to weddings, if I'm going to be the only single person there, then, then my calculus might change a little bit. But I actually would prefer that the other single people at that wedding also don't get plus ones so that people aren't there with like random dates and that people that are actually single are potentially available for me to meet and hang out with. And like the Chicago wedding that I went to is a great example. If but isn't that, isn't that being a guest with an opinion though, Allie? No, but I wouldn't <laughs> have said anything. Guests have opinions, but I don't I know think, you don't say don't anything, but this is indirectly it. saying something. Cause like, like I, I already know I'll, I'll make people mad when I plan my wedding and I just am in the standpoint, I don't really care. And if they ask me like, why didn't I get a plus one? I'll be like, yeah, y'all haven't been together that long. We don't know. Okay. Drug. Let me rephrase my guests don't get opinions. (laughs) Don't talk to the hosts about it. Like, it's not your event. Obviously, everyone has an opinion. I can't stop. Yeah, but it gets back to the host if you talk to anyone about it. Then, okay. But I think, like, if I look at the, like, let me give the Chicago example, wedding as an example. If I, I actually, I was in the bridal party. I did technically have a plus one, but I didn't use it. People that were single at the wedding that weren't in the bridal party did not have plus ones. I would not have met the groomsmen who also didn't bring a plus one had that been the case. Had people brought random people with them or friends or whatever, I don't think that me and the groomsmen ever would have happened. And I'm very glad that me and the groomsmen happened. So I'm happy that they structured their wedding that way. I think the reason I like this rule is because I think in your 30s, friend groups can get like pretty disparate. Where yeah. like I have a, I'm gonna have like a couple LA friends, a couple college friends, a couple high school friends, like whatever, and expecting those people to mix and like not have a support, I think is hard. 
Yeah, if there's like people that don't have, like Erica, you said like you're going to be with the other people that you know and you're going to be having a good time. Like if if that's not the case and it's like some one random person, then yeah, I'm totally with you. No, I was going to say maybe also me personally. I am not a person that gets social anxiety. So I've been at the wedding where I'm the only single fucking person and maybe there's one other single female or not. And like I didn't get a plus one and one, I didn't care. Two, I still had a good time. Like I didn't sit there and at all ever think wow, how selfish that they didn't give me the plus one because I am the only single. Or I'm a, I'm a single, why didn't they sit me with the singles? Or like like all those thoughts, I, I just naturally don't have. So I also understand that. I don't have like the anxiety of like, oh, I'm here and I don't know anyone and I'm the only single. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the shrug. Here's what I do think that the host is required to do. Like the, the host being the bride and groom. So that Boston wedding that I went to or Massachusetts wedding that I went to, where I was literally the only single person. And I had met, I think, one other person that was going to the wedding. I know this person through work. It's a friend that I know through work. So like a former job. Nobody else from that job was going. And so like I assumed I've like met a couple of her friends in passing. I liked them. I figured I would like get along at the welcome drinks. She made a concerted effort to be like, Allie, these are the people you're sitting with tomorrow. Like, the, these are my friends, da-da-da-da-da. And, like, I think she had primed her friends also that she was going to be introducing because they immediately took me under their wing so and we nice. hung out, like, the rest of the night. And then I already knew the people I was sitting with the next day. Yeah, that's, that's being a good host. Totally. So that, that I think, I don't think I would have said, okay, we're in our 30s, I want a plus one. But I do think being a good host in that sense, that, that I will stand behind. The wedding that I ended up bringing Matt to was yeah. one where I, she invited two of her high school friends, me and a girl who she is much closer to than me, who was in her bridal party. So the mm. only other person I would have really known was sit- seated at the sitting party at the table. table. Yeah. And so okay. I'm very glad that she reached out and said, there's, you know, oh, an opening here. I of course would have still gone and been social and made do. And like what ended up transpiring is that Matt and I were seated with a couple that it turned out had never met in person. And this man like flew her out for the wedding and it was God. not going well at all. And it, like, we, we were just like, we need to know everything now. Like we are talking about this exclusively. Like, we want to know all about this. Um, and so, I, like, I now would like to talk about that exclusively. It was amazing. <laughs> and so um, like, I have no, I have certainly no problem in that like situation where often I'll be like, do you guys notice where they put us? We are as far as possible away from the bridal party. We will be drinking the most <laughs> wine. Like they want us to turn up. This is what they've asked for. You know, like I try to like get it going, but um, so like I, I truly don't really care either. I think we're probably a, a podcast of people who could handle our own. Um, so I think it'd yeah. be hard to step out of our own perspective, but anyway. Well, I always just see it too. Is like, it's money. So like if the couple didn't want to take the gamble on my three month boyfriend, with whatever the price tag was for another person, I'm okay with yes. that. It's expensive. Because uh, here's a plus one question for you: If you bring a plus one, do you have to give a bigger gift to the bride and groom? I think. I think, yes. my, I think my vote is 100 per yes. yes. I think your I think gift yes. is per person because their cost is per person. Yes. See. Okay. So that part we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> if you bring someone, you better double up that gift. Yeah. If you no, go ahead, Allie. I was just gonna say, what do you think about? So 
people often give the advice that like gifts, there's like a sliding scale of gifts based on like how well you know them or like that kind of thing. The people that you know the best are in your wedding party and have spent a considerable amount on your wedding before they even arrived. Mm -hmm. What do y'all think about the level of gift from the wedding party knowing that, knowing the amount of investment they've already made into that day? I've still given gifts. Same. But I've known people to not give. I also thought it was fair. Yeah. Like, I really don't judge if you don't. Because I've been a part of Cruise or know people part of Cruise. It was like, the bachelorette is a huge destination. That's $1,000. The dress is $400. I got to pay for my hair and my makeup. And on top of that, you want me to give you a gift? Does and seem you like a lot. Most likely, he gave them a, at least shower, bridal shower gift. Oh yeah, if, if there's a, a bridal woman, shower, most likely gave them a bridal shower gift, and you might have even given them an engagement gift, depending on how they handled that. Yeah, I in situations where I've been in the bridal party, I have asked like, "Tell me what you really want." I will go off yeah. like, "Just tell me what you want," and um, they like also obviously the gift registry is different these days because the original intent was for people who didn't live together and now mostly people do and have a lot of the shit and so i ended up just getting them like a really big gift card to aloe yoga because that's what they wanted yeah i mean i always give cash and money to pretty much everything a baby shower i give money want to know why everybody else gives a gift and i'm like here's money for the future stuff and so your house isn't full of more shit is always my theory I'm like, here's cash. Do what you want with it. It's also a very Italian thing, and I'm Italian. So another question that comes into play is like, let's say you're single, no plus one. I go to the bridal shower, and I go to the wedding. I will say this. I kind of determine a budget that gets spread between both, personally. Yeah, that makes sense. And it also makes it easy for me of like, or sometimes bridal shower, if I do get from the registry, I'll be like, this certain a dollar amount from the registry whatever but my i look at it as like a spread thing of like if i give you 100 at the shower like 250 at the wedding is enough like and i always just try to cover the cost of what i think it is per person so i am that classic italian that i will wait to see everything to make sure i'm not being too cheap is where it comes from yeah that makes sense so the sliding scale for me depends on honestly like the niceness quote-unquote of the wedding that i'm taking notes of like oh there's shellfish at the happy hour there's this and that like i know the shit i know the shit that makes it more expensive so i'm gonna there's make sure i give bar? you more money all right they're getting a better gift. Rob, yeah Rob bar, add fifty dollars there's a lot of money per person all right i don't know if anyone's ever thrown a party but it's a lot to add all right so like you know because i've been to a wedding also that was not open bar and that's a major cost cut so I, I didn't give me as, that to know as I would to an open bar wedding. And it's not a judgment. I don't sit there and go, wow, how cheap of them. I'm more just like, I try to make sure I cover the cost of my per person. Yes. And that's, that's what I try to give money wise. If I can afford it as well. My cousin got married. I was young. I gave her a hundred dollars. I made $32,000 a year. I was like, this is all I got. And I was in the wedding. Oh, well that, that so no, factors in too. I mean, perfectly budget as a human, I think is like totally valid. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm no. not expecting anyone to bankrupt themselves no and you can judge me all you want based on what i'm saying anybody listening i don't care no no judgment (laughs) i i can't remember the last time if ever that i've been to a wedding that wasn't an open bar i went to one wedding where neither the bride or the groom drank and that was a very different vibe so one wedding i went to was one of the um person that was a muslim and muslims typically don't drink 
So their family was like, why would we pay for open bar for everybody? Everybody doesn't drink. However, it's a lie and everybody drinks. It's like all the younger generation hide it. So then I became a runner, quote unquote, of the wedding because I <laughs> oh my God. was, because it was my best there, friend growing up. So I like sat at the family table, the booze. literally. So then I didn't have to pay for any of my drinks because everyone's like, get yourself one. And I had to make sure I got shit that could look like a regular seltzer or look like a regular like a vodka coach. soda or something like yeah so i was the runner where it's like oh no that's that's a catholic girl over there that wild one <laughs> you know, like doing the don't mind her else. don't mind her she's had 57 drinks tonight wow yeah. right <laughs> we're very worried <laughs> yeah the so. bartenders are like is anybody worried about this lady yeah but i've been <laughs> i've i've heard of the weddings no open bar other religions as well so like i feel like usually it's like a religious thing where they go well we don't drink why would we do open bar and it's like the rest of us are like, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Cash, ex- cash yeah. accepted. Like ex, not acc. Oh, 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 oh! I see. Accepting I see, yeah. cash. Do you yeah. go off registry? I haven't. Yeah. Wait, absolutely what do you mean? Absolutely not. Like no. I, I dated somebody who we went to a we went to a wedding. I was his plus one to um two family weddings. Actually, well. Yeah. Yeah. To two family weddings. It was the same person, which it just makes it a little weird. Wait, sorry. Um, do you mean if you're not giving money, going off the registry? Right. Like right. getting them an item, oh. an item that is not on their registry. Oh, hell no. Yes. That's for Thank you. And his sister was talking about how she always gives, she has this one gift that she always does. It's this like commemorative plate oh that my God. she gets customized. And I was like, immediately no. They hate you. They hate you. Yeah. Immediately no. You can't even return or exchange that. Nope. It's custom. Yep, exactly. Here's the other thing. No offense to people that do this, but I do think that actually looks like a cheap move. It does. Because I don't know yeah. what the fuck you spend on this plate. And what if, what if it's $50? My gift is a $50 custom plate that I don't fucking want. I'm yeah. furious. Yeah. Going out. Going, I'm furious. That's a, plus, that's a plus one I would cut. I'd be like, that bitch gives everyone a plate cutter. Yeah. I don't care. Well, I, she was family, so she's not going anywhere, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's an absolute no. I, I'm with you. I do like to wait. Not – usually I do it before the wedding because if I if I don't, I'll forget. But I do like to wait until closer to the end to see what's left. And then if it's a good friend, be like, what's left that you, like, really wanted? Like, what what haven't people bought yet? Yep. Because yeah, or if a lot you go of time, off, like, ask to... them. Oh, yeah. And did. I actually I – I have gone off registry before when there was nothing left. And so then I like texted my friend being like, there's nothing left on the registry. Like, is there anything you didn't put on there that I can buy you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think some of the registry scanning becomes like desperation moves where it's like, are you really going to use an ice cream machine? Like, no. Yeah. No. (laughs) I really like the increasing trend of there being like honeymoon activities, like things that you can contribute towards. And you, you know how that, you know how that works, right? That you can just extract the cash value from that. Oh yeah, you don't have to actually. Oh, you yeah. don't have to actually pay for. Use oh, it the for problem is, the problem is the when relatives people. get it and then are like, "Send us photos of shark diving," and it's like, "Oh fuck!" Like, now we have to go shark <laughs> <Yeah>. diving. <laughs> My cousin didn't even try to do the disguise. It was like through the wedding website. I I clicked the registry because I was like, "Wow, Italians don't usually have a registry." So I was like, "What did he put on his registry?" And it was just one block honeymoon fund. His Venmo. <laughs> Yeah. Open them out. Wait, go. no, get this. QR code. This is the first time I've seen this. I click it. It immediately brought me to Venmo. To Venmo that. Genius. Incredible. Which I thought was great, right? Perfect. Genius. Also perfect for my system of I was like, let me see what the wedding is and I'll gauge budget, right? Um what do you think the etiquette is on like if you're good to give money at a wedding? 
Now, if you Venmo, is, is Venmoing the couple okay? Can I throw it out there? Just, just first one. What do we think? I, I like to go through some sort of official method on the registry. So if like, if that was involved in the registry website, then yeah. But I feel like if it weren't, I wouldn't just send them like a random Venmo. Like that would be weird or confusing. Yeah, I feel like I'm, it's I'm, I'm indifferent actually. Um, I mean, I think as long as you also have a card that explains it and, you know, do the card drop, I think that's fine. Because that's the second part of it, right? Is like if you're to Venmo or let's just say do the honeymoon fund online. So you do an online payment. So no cash, no check. Do you still need to bring a card to the wedding? I always do a card. I think everyone should bring a card because most gifts are online. Even if you bought them some an item, most yeah. like I've. It runs to their home now. Do not bring Same. a physical gift to a wedding, people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like, and I actually would recommend not doing cash or check because I like a physical bring, cause I have heard too many stories of that box getting stolen. Same. Freaks me yeah. out. That makes sense. Which is actually why I'm more likely to do check than cash. It's like Venmo or check. But I was at a wedding where somebody fucked up like writing the check and in a panic, they're like, can I just Venmo the bride? I'm like, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, yeah, you definitely <laughs> I'm can. sure she's not going to care. Yeah. Money's money. Yeah. I have questions about bridal party etiquette. Go, yeah. So related to, so there's been like a, a an increasing trend where the bridesmaids are not all wearing the same dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like that. And I, I really like it too. Buy your own. I, I, I plan on not insisting on a one thing. Yeah. So in that scenario though, what is the etiquette for how much you run by the bride in terms of what you're wearing? Oh, I sent pic- I sent pictures of everything. Like I was like, this is my dress. These are my earrings. Cause I've actually never been. Oh no, I was. Um, but I've more often than not been allowed to wear my own thing. I was just told like black long, whatever. Yeah. And then, so I send dress and accessories. I, same and agreed. I have, I have heard stories from friends of bridesmaids showing up in like something totally off book that they didn't tell anybody about. No, can't do it. The, see, and when that like, happens, well, she though, said I could wear whatever blue I wanted. I'm like, okay. When that happens, though, I always wonder who's at fault. Is it the bridal party or was it the bride was not clear? Because some brides are too, I want to make everyone happy and they will just go, just wear something blue. And then they all show up not looking along the similar palette or similar fabric or something. And I sit there and I'm like, I think that was maybe on the bride. Cause I just went to a wedding where burnt orange was the color and there was a burnt orange velvet and several different shades of a burnt orange that it was, it was very like, I don't know what happened. They didn't go together. Yeah. I, do, I do think, I do think that if you have preferences as a bride, it is way better to express those preferences than to try to be chill girl and end up being upset. Yeah. That normal gossip podcast that I advocate for did a oh, yeah. real did a really funny one about a wedding where the bride was like and they ended up kind of drawing this distinction because what was coming out through the story is the bride was a chill bride and mm-hmm. literally didn't care. Literally didn't care. So like that that's oh. fine. If you are so chill that you truly do not care, great. No problem. Fine, yeah. The biggest problem is where you're trying to, where you're a chill bride that actually fucking cares because then everyone (laughs) around you has to be not chill to like accommodate your secret preferences. Yes. To like figure, to like figure out what your secret preferences are and meet them. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm someone that I go, I'm not going to bother you. I bet a million people are bothering you with questions. So if you give me a color and a fabric, I'm like, all yeah. right, I'm good. Maybe I'll send a pick. But like, I'm not going to be that person like digging for more questions personally. Yeah. And so to then, that end, yeah. never text a bride or groom on the wedding day. Figure it out a different oh, God. way. If you have God, a question, no. figure it out a different way. Any other way. Any other way. Yeah. I, I've actually been in like... um bridal suites like getting ready with friends where they're like it's mostly family i found that does this where they're like family members are texting them all sorts of questions and i've i've had to like confiscate their phone to be like i will be running interference on these questions why is anyone texting you with questions yeah i'd say a guest etiquette as well so so many people have wedding websites now right but obviously we're all gonna have family that's older that is not as tech savvy I've been a wedding guest that like other people around me are confused and they don't know the answers to questions. And of course it's like the snotty thing to say is like, well, it's on the website. And they're like, honey, I barely got an iPhone. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think a good wedding. Guest I forget mobile. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's taking one for the team and being the person that finds the info for the other guests to make sure they don't bother the bride. Cause that's the person that's going to call the bride, the bride or the mother of the bride or the sister of the bride. Like, specifically family it's like the whole family that's related to the bride or the groom is busy so somebody take a technology bullet for everybody else you know yeah 100 percent. yes what do you guys think about about kids at a wedding i mean i think that's like you you make that a rule right like that's up to i think that's up to the bride and groom um i personally could see myself like because now you know like i have a couple friends with kids who will probably be of age enough to like have a role in the wedding if I wanted them to. So I would consider that. But besides that, I think I would say like, this is a child-free event, you know, let your hair down, get a sitter, have fun tonight. We're not, we're not going to do the kids. I think that's totally valid. Some people bring kids versus others. No, no, no. I would put a kid in my wedding as like the flower girl. Yeah, but not the after party. Gotcha. But there's, but then make it disappear. <laughs> yeah, make it make it disappear. Well, I, I think uh, I don't think that I would want kids at my reception either. I also think though that it is valid if there are parents who can't come or don't come because their kids can't come. Yeah, I think that's a valid choice of course. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I've I've seen people get upset about that. I'm like, you made oh. the decision to not have kids at your wedding. They made the decision that now they can't go. Yeah. Both, both people have made decisions that that oh, feels I, fine. I too many times have seen people with kids bitching at the wedding and also like continually asking the bride and groom of like, well, is it okay if I bring mine? No. And it's like, no, we can't make an exception for anyone. So I would say the thing of like, I've seen this at a wedding. They put, it was a family member's kid. So they put her in to be the flower girl as the compromise because they were not doing kids at the wedding non-stop this family kept being like well but she's really well behaved and she's in the wedding so she should be at the reception and i was no. sitting there like girl that's why you should have just cut it and said no kids no flower girl like give you give an people inch, an inch mile. yeah they take yep. a mile and i was just yep. like are you kidding i remember being on the bus next to this person and they were like can you believe they're not having kids i go yeah and i'm looking I'm forward glad. to it <laughs> i'm so happy that your children aren't here right now yeah I was like, yeah, I, cause you know what? Oh, here's something I hate at weddings. That I feel like is always inevitable. The dance circle thing. Yeah. 
I feel like it's fun for like two minutes because there's three people that don't mind getting in the middle and then everybody else is standing around like, I don't want to go in the middle. And then it ends up being some fucking kid in there that you all got to (laughs) watch on the dance floor. You know, it's like, oh, look how cute the the kid can dance. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, when's this kid getting out of the dance floor? This is an expensive dress, you know? Recently, (laughs) recently. And I like kids, but no. Recently, somebody was saying that about I forget what wedding they were talking about. They're like, but don't you want like all the kids dancing on the dance floor? And my friend who was getting married was like, no, no, I don't care about seeing that at all. I know someone that once said to the bride, like, well, don't you want her to look like a little bride? No, No, it's it's not a a confirmation or a bat mitzvah. No, especially no. Especially what's your dress look like? I'll get her one that looks just like yours. No, you fucking won't. (laughs) You won't. Oh my god! But no, I do think. Obviously, you know, I think that us and our listeners are probably more on the guest side of things. But I do think something that's generally been lost is the bride and groom viewing themselves as hosts, and that they need to make an event acceptable to their guests. And like, I think, I think often it's, I think it's gotten like pretty selfish, frankly. Um, Where my friend was at a wedding that was outdoors unshaded like baking los angeles heat oh my god and the they ran an hour late to walk down the (gasps) aisle no no announcement all the guests were just sitting outside all the guests were just sitting outside like dying and it was because they had gotten so behind but she was like refusing to give up on any pre-ceremony photos she wanted to take Mm. and like i'm sorry at some point you have to say like we're we're, okay we got to cut which ones are we cutting you got that's crazy Well, also, that's also crazy not to have an announcement and say, hey, we're running an hour behind. Please go inside and we'll let you know when to come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part that's crazy to me is make an announcement. Like, if that's the case, okay, but I'm not going to sit in the sun. I was at a wedding two summers ago. I went to a wedding in Dallas over Labor Day weekend. Obviously absurdly hot. And it was originally supposed to be inside, but then for – like health concerns some of the older family members they wanted to do the ceremony outside that shit was eight minutes like they were like (laughs) we all we all sat on the air-conditioned buses and waited until the exact moment when they were ready to do the ceremony and then we all beelined for the chairs and they did the ceremony and then we all went inside brilliant it was so fast because yeah that's awful yeah. Like you would never host a New Year's Eve party or something at your apartment and then be like, by the way, my air conditioner's broken, but we're going to keep all the windows closed and like hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought it was really, really bad. New Year's, but you get my point. Yeah. I got you. Very inappropriate. How, how do you guys feel on etiquette of like things that you're supposed to participate in as the guest? So example, tossing the bouquet. Bouquet. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That actually inspired. Can I, can we table that for a second? And I have, I'm sorry. I have two things to say. One, use this as the bumper, please, because this is going to be a longer episode, people. And do you know what's like really cool about podcasts? Any podcast can be a 30 minute podcast if you choose to turn it off. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Anyway, just a thought. So then number two, a friend of mine is going to a wedding in Mexico. So it is a... Uh objectively destination wedding for everyone involved okay yes they are expected to be there for a certain number of days okay and they got assigned events that they have to host and like run 
Like a summer, no. like what? Yes. And so my friend got assigned like an arts and crafts event that she has what to run. Fuck? Is that not crazy? That's crazy. She didn't know about this before. Nope. Like, and it's it's not an opt-in. She was told. No. She's not in the bridal party. She's just a guest. I've never, ever heard of that before. Is that not insane? That's wild. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even have any, I don't even know. Is there, are they family? No. Just That's a even more guest. crazy to me. Yeah. So I feel Fuck like family's that. a weird, you kind of can't say no to situation a little bit, but like, yeah, I'm your friend. Well, I, I mean, either she way, it's crazy. She seems relatively chill about it, but then me and like a couple other people in this conversation were like up in arms. <laughs> that, I'm yeah, like, I is just, she an art teacher? No. If someone gave me arts no, and crafts. she's a therapist. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I'd be like, okay, do. download this app shit- on your I phone. I would like purposefully make it the shittiest event that I possibly could. Yeah. I mean, that's petty, but yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would just, I, mean, I would I'm just kidding. tell them I'm not doing it. I would it. just say no. Like, I would yeah, say well, no. I'm not. kidding. I would actually, yeah, yeah, I would actually just I know say you, we, no. I know you wouldn't. I would actually just say, I also just like can't even fathom the situation. Like I'm having such a hard time putting myself in this situation. It's so psycho. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to Erica's question. Bouquet toss, fine. Garter toss, disgusting. Wait, wait, wait. Ugh, but how do you feel about like, you know, the DJ is going to say, hey, all the single women get on the dance floor. All the single men get on the dance floor for this toss. Yeah. Is it bad Reveal etiquette to, to not go in there? Um, I think it's kind to not go. I, I do think it's bad guess etiquette if you don't get on the floor. You obviously don't have to catch the freaking thing. And I also feel like this is this is a little dated. I have not seen a toss in a while at a wedding. But if it happens... Because I've been there where I didn't get on the dance floor, and then the bride grabbed the mic and started calling people out. Absolutely not. To get on the floor. And I also was like 12. I remember being like, I didn't think I was allowed to participate. In Why would I be the next person to get married? I'm 12. Yeah, yeah um, like I, I, didn't th- I didn't realize it was such a thing. I was like, I can kind of stand in this corner and no one's going to bother me. And it was like, I got called out to go join. That's insane. That's nuts. But My I do think it's is- bad guest etiquette, like, get out there, you know? You don't have to catch the thing, but... Yeah, I think partake. My friend did something really cute that if anybody is planning their wedding, I highly recommend. Instead of tossing the bouquet, she tossed first dates. So it was like a gift card to the movies, Starbucks. Like it it was like different things. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, if you met somebody tonight, like here's a way to like ask them out. I really love that. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, because I I never understood in movies people fighting for the bouquet. I was like, people really fight for these? There was, I was at a, I was at a (laughs) wedding. I was at a wedding where I like went out onto the floor, whatever. And I shit you not. This girl leaped in front of me to catch this bouquet, but fumbled it. And so she did not catch it and it flew at me and I just grabbed it because it was like, you know, right there reflex. (laughs) Right. And she was so mad. I feel like you can give it to her, right? She was you can, so, you I mean, can I give did. it to somebody like, in that scenario. I don't want By this. By the transit like, property, she then becomes the next person to get married. Yeah, that's fine. Totally. Yeah. But I'm like, you, first of all, this is not my fault. You can't catch. And you t- take this. Like, it just. Yeah. Because yeah, it's sad I, if the, it hits the floor. I've seen that where nobody wanted well, Somebody's got to grab for it. And it that's just hits the, the floor. That's the classic sex in the city moment where it thunks yeah. in front of all of them. And they're like, now we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, I don't think that I necessarily think that you have to go do it though. 
just because I think you do. I think you got to be a good sport. I think that's something that's like, it's part so. of the plan. It's part of the day. Just, just get on the dance floor. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think you can stand up and be a couple rows deep. Yeah. But I think yeah, you should stand. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay if you don't. Like I will, I'll be on the dance floor, but I'll let that thing hit the floor if it comes near me. Yeah. So. I think that's worse. I think that's worse than not. I think like I'll letting it, it drop I'll in front it. of you is worse than not. Being I'll there. shove somebody in front of me. <laughs> like, tip you, it to someone. you take that bullet. <laughs> uh oh i you made me think of something else okay what's the etiquette on requesting songs at a wedding allowed not allowed what do we think i mean i just think it depends kind of what the scene like i think that there are moments for like there i think you can kind of read the room on that one yeah um, you can, i think you can tell if that's going to be okay or not and i also think that it is on the DJ and or band to know if the thing that that guest has requested is like appropriate and something that they should play. Right. So it's actually not even on you as the guest. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest as a bride, I'm pretty sure I'm going to tell my people don't take any requests. You can act like you're going to take them, but don't take them. Yeah. That's because I, I have already started creating a do not playlist at my wedding. It isn't inspired by every wedding I go to of songs. I do not like. I think that's a more important list than the songs you want here. Oh, yeah, uh, you, you need a strong no playlist. Yeah. Yeah, because there's some songs that I'm like, okay, it's not the 80s anymore. And there are plenty of songs from the 80s that I think are great wedding songs. But, like, sometimes there's songs where you're just like, why Why is this at every wedding? You know? That's I'm, actually a hinge, hinge prompt I have right now, and it's getting a lot of play. I'm a no I mean, Bruno Mars A lot of play person. of the three people that have liked me. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What I is mean, your prompt? it gets is a lot of like, responses. Is it what what song should no longer be played at weddings? It's uh, let's debate this topic. And I said, what song should be banned from weddings? Because oh, it's wedding season. And so, hey, there's some likes coming in. I'm not accepting, but that is my most answered prompt that comes in. Great. I think it's a fun one. That's a really good one. Great. And question. I'm a music person. So it's like very much my personality. Uh, yeah. Work, what were you going to say about? Oh, song, I said Bru- anything songs. Bruno Mars off. No. Not See, allowed. people people are heated about this. Treasure by Bruno Mars is like. Like a go-to wedding song for sure. Mm-hmm. But my like sister feels the same way. She hates Bruno Mars. She's like, don't play Bruno Mars at my wedding. Put it on the no playlist. You brought up destination weddings. Mm. Is it okay to bring a plus one to a destination wedding? Like, I mean, have you been given one? Have you? Yeah. So let's say question. you haven't been given one. And you also no. are not bringing them to any wedding activities. But is it fine that they're like there? Oh, Sure. Does that oh, make sense? If they're yes. not coming to any wedding activities, then sure. Like they're on vacation. Basically, you're making you've gone on a vacation with this person, and you're going to abandon. Them I for have the fully done activities. that. Like I took That's an ex with me to Nashville. I then went by myself to the wedding, and then we like reconvened after. Yeah, yeah. As long or as like the after party. I feel like is okay, especially if it's not a like paid per person after party. You know what I mean? Yes, like, I'd probably like ask that. before okay. I did that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think ask, it would probably. I think most bride and grooms would be fine with that. Like if you're, if we're all just going to a bar after or something, I don't think they'd care if somebody else is there because the they literally, if they haven't rented it there. out, they have no control over that. So yeah, <laughs> right. Like or if you know it's a destination and you know the whatever parts on the beach and the reception and then the reception hour closes and then we're just at the hotel chilling. It's like obviously easy. Or let's throw this in. Is it bad etiquette if you do a destination wedding, you bring someone with you, you leave the wedding reception early to go hang out with your person? No, I think that's fine. You're not, I don't think you're required to be there till the bitter end. There, I'm I sure agree. there's like elderly family people leaving. Like, do what you want. 
Because I also think you you can leave at whatever time you want. I mean, regardless. I wouldn't leave in like the middle of the speeches or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, but yeah, you don't have to be the last one on the dance floor at any wedding, even if you're just going home to be by yourself and sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's fair. I've seen, I actually, if related to that, if you are in the wedding party and we'll, we'll say bridal party, just because that's our personal perspectives. Are you required to stay until the very end? Like go to yes. the after party and be there until the end. Oh, after party. Required is tough. Like I, when I've been in the bridal party, I like really try to make it and like be a fun maker and a value add. But also like, you know, you have your limits. Can't be there forever. I think end of the wedding. I don't, I mean, sorry, reception. I don't think you have to go to the after party at all. If you want to skip it, you're allowed. Because also you had to get up the earliest of everybody. That that is the thing is that I also try. I, I give it my my best college try to make it as late as I possibly can. I am not, as Rourke remembers, I went to bed at my own housewarming party when she was in town. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, I'm out. Yeah. You guys can party, keep drinking my booze, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Respect. But like, so I, I, I get sleepy. I am too sleepy. <laughs> and so I have left the after party before like last call. Oh, not yeah. the reception. But like, for example... We, I live in New York. I've been to weddings in New York where the after party's going until 4.30 in the morning. Ah! Yeah. No. And and I was up at hair and makeup at like 7. And I've yeah, gotten no. – this one particular wedding I'm thinking about, I got shit for that. Not from the bride. From somebody else. Then they can eat shit. That's stupid. No. Agreed. I agree. I wanted to see how you Because my like, stance – It's 2 a.m. Yeah. My stance is you don't even have to go to the after party. Like if you've already hit your limit and you're struggling at the reception, fine. Because this is a scenario – where now you can look at other people like someone that has kids. Oh, no one would give them shit if they didn't go to the after party because they have a kid. Because I don't have True. one, I have to. That doesn't make sense to me. And another thing, too, is the person sober or not, I think is a big uh, factor. So I actually was especially annoyed in this scenario because there was another bridesmaid who got too drunk and had to be sent home from the reception and no one was mad at her. Not that I was mad at her either. Like, it right, should right, happen. Right. But, like, but the lesson I got, then is, like, behave badly and you'll get a write-off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, I guess I should have gotten bombed at the reception and had to get sent home rather than make it to the after party and leave a little early. Yeah. And, again, yeah. I was – I was no one – like, I didn't think anyone should be mad at that bridesmaid either. Like, shit happens. We've all had one too many. But, like, I the, the hypocrisy was upsetting. <laughs> See that? See, that's the Double thing. Standard. If I'm making it, if I'm making it to the end of the after party, your girl is hammered, okay? Because I can't make <laughs> it that late unless I'm pissed drunk and have no idea what time it is, and I've lost like the sleepiness feeling. You know what I mean? There's like any night in New York, sort of I've stayed out past event. two a.m. I'm drunk as hell. Like that's the only yeah. reason I ended up that, that that late. See, give me honestly, give me a diet coke, and I'm like good to go. I love a diet coke. Diet cokes will really keep me going. I I made this past weekend. This past weekend became the weekend of the espresso martini. Okay. And I awesome. welcome to 2022. Yeah. 2023. <laughs> I basically just and the whole bridal party ended up or bridal party. Actually, it was all bridal party. The only people at the at the bachelorette party are in the bridal party. Um, everybody just like leaned into that, and then we were like, "Wow, like we're still awake, we're still going," and we we're like, "Oh, we had espresso at dinner." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. The new Red Bull vodka. Yeah. Really is. 
But yeah. Gotta get on those black market for locos. Oh, God. This is a very specific one. How do you guys feel about who pays for hair and makeup? I don't have strong feelings about that. I do think... I think it's a little unfair to require hair and makeup and then have it be an exorbitant price or even honestly to require they pay for it and also require they do it. I was that that's what I was going to say. It can't be a double requirement. It cannot yeah. be require the person to pay and require them to do it. It's saying like you know, let we have people who are willing to come from this block like, do you want, this is how much it costs. Do you want to be in on it? And they can yeah. say yes or no. For like, I really don't like people touching. I have never paid to get my hair done in that situation. Um, mm-hmm. and I've never had it paid for. And I just, I like to do my own hair. Um, and so like, yeah, I, no, no, no. I, I also think just requiring it in general is like, I, I'm weird about people touching my face and hair. I don't like it. Yeah. I have been in weddings where it was required and we had to pay for it. That's inappropriate. Yeah, not in a long time. It's like not a wet, not any wings I've been into been to recently. But yeah, I I do actually see the argument of making everyone do it though. Like, what if you have a friend or someone in your bridal party that likes to let's just say be a little quirky, be a little funky, be a little weird, mm-hmm. and you know if they do their own makeup, they're showing up with like a bold fucking lip. And some big ass fake lashes or some shit. Like some wild stuff where you're like, I really don't think. Like those glasses with like a nose and a mustache. and (laughs) Just just something where you're like, it's going to stand out so much in the group photo. And then, because then it becomes a thing of. I like this devil's advocate. Because then it becomes a thing of, well, now do I just pay for hers? If, you know, especially say you have one friend who is the funky friend, right? eclectic friend let's say uh who's like you know i it's just a lot of money already and i can't really afford it then there's this game of like well if i pay for hers now am i an asshole i didn't pay for everybody else's i made an exception for this friend or like we keep a dl and it's like you act like you venmoed me and you didn't like because because i i actually am for making everyone do it because of the look of the pictures i understand both your sides of like i don't like someone doing my hair i don't like doing my makeup but like you said don't pretend to be a chill bride if you're not and if you're like, that yo, this is, is part true. of the requirement, then just don't be in the bridal party would be my take. That's like, fair. If you don't, don't want to get your hair done and makeup done, like, then do your whole own thing and we'll see you at the wedding. Like, I take that I would say, I would say, like, say that up front if, that, if that's how you feel too. Because, like, if – let's say that you, like, ask people to be in your bridal party and then they found out about all of these additional expenses – later. Right. And what's hard is you don't know like, when you first ask them to be in the wedding. I don't know the exactly. cost. Exactly. But, you know, I don't I know the do. etiquette of like, do you ask? And you go, by the way, you're going to pay for hair, makeup, and a dress, and the budget's around a thousand. Like, like, what do you yeah, tell that's people? Hard. No one's ever. I have really no idea what a budget is, if that's even realistic. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I am, I'm, I am actually on the side of it. Of like we said, if you're going to be chill, you really got to be chill, and you can't be mad yeah. if they show up looking a way that you don't like because you didn't yeah, supervise I, it. I do think that it is valid in that. Like, let's say you've got that funky friend. And you're like, oh, man, I'm worried about what Sarah's makeup is going to look like or hair or whatever. I do think even if you are saying that people can do it themselves, I do think giving guidance is appropriate. Like saying like – Oh, but I'm I saying they're going to ignore it. Oh, if you think they're going to ignore yeah, it. Yeah, they're eclectic. They're not going to listen to the guidance. Like what's tame to them is not tame to you. They're the eclectic friend. Yeah. You know? Then yeah. I think you might have – like can you be really you might specific? Have to- like – like send them like this is what only. I want it to look like. Yeah. 
Because there are even, well, there are even couples now that will send a mood board for what their guests can wear. That's kind of crazy. Have you not seen that? No, no I, have I have not. not. Oh, I've, I actually know a friend who went to like a wedding in Joshua Tree where it was like, we're doing desert tones. So like anything in this family is, accept- anything in this color family is acceptable That's for guest attire. That's nuts. I have seen actually now that you say that, I have seen a mood board, but it was only to explain what they meant by the dress code. Like it wasn't very restrictive. It yeah. was like. Uh, the dress code was like a, a not normal, like it wasn't semi-formal. It was like Columbia chic or oh. something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. So it's like, if you're, if you're going to give me a dress code that I've never fucking heard before, I need yeah. some examples. Or be cool with me calling you. You just better be cool with me doing a phone call being like. And everyone will be. You will be yeah. hearing from everyone. The worst. Because I think it's fair to ask what. is snappy casual. What the Oh fuck? yeah. You and I talked about that. Uh, yeah. Somebody I, could I, legitimately I, think that means jeans. Yeah. I was going to say a common question I feel like is people will ask what is the color of the bridal party and the wedding and almost to try to not be not that, that thing. Agreed. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's navy. Well, then I won't wear my navy dress, you know, or whatever it is. Very much agreed. But Yeah. Anyway. Damn. I the, the thing that I do ask when I'm a bridesmaid, I ask this about my – we're all getting our makeup and hair done for this wedding that I'm about to be in. I did ask – does the makeup artist have experience with darker skin because the bride is white? And I've Smart. been in I've been in bridal parties where that was not the case, and I didn't know yet to ask that question, and I looked ridiculous. A- and no one's happy. Like I don't necessarily care as much because like I'm not seeing these pictures for the rest of my life, but the bride and groom are. Yeah. And like my foundation didn't match my neck. Like it it, it was really oh, that's bad. bad. That's, that's really, really bad. bad. Yeah, this is a long, long time ago. I think makeup artists have come a long way in terms of like their experience across a diversity of skin tones. But that and is I also think the product world. offerings have gotten better. Very yeah. true too. Very true too. At the time, they were custom mixing my foundation, and they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Um. So, but for now, was that that is always a question I will ask now. And hair texture. Hair texture is a little easier though because I can blow my own hair out beforehand, and then like they don't have to deal with it. Uh, I have a question. Like, if that was to happen to you today. How would you handle it? Would you just say to the bride, like, look, my shit does not match my skin. I'm going to go take this off, do it myself, and I'll be back? Like, what, what do you think? I, I, keep a much clo- I keep much closer tabs on while it's going so that that would never happen. Like, I'm watching. I'm, like, using a mirror throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. to make sure that – and it hasn't been an issue since, but, like, to make sure that that's not happening so that I don't end yeah. up in that situation because – That's fair. I probably would if I did. I'd be like, this is bad, and I think – if I had pointed it out to that bride, she would have she would have agreed. I didn't really realize it until yeah. I got started seeing pictures and stuff. There was like a lot of flashback. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, I've um I've had a wedding at like the end of the summer and the weeks leading up. I specifically stayed out of the sun. I know this is not the same thing, by the way. I'm not relating your experience. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I, like I'm I'm well aware. Uh, <laughs> but I did it because the other it was only three of us. And it was my two cousins and they both are much fairer skin than me. And I was like, if I am my full summer color, like I just was like, it's just such a contrast that I was like, eh, I'll stay out of the sun a little bit just to make it like, I don't know, almost more of an even thing. I'm like, is that bad? Is that like a good move to do? I mean, I don't, I'm going to be darker than most of the people in the bridal party, no matter what I do. So I, I right. Think, but I mean, know, I think it's kind of nice. I'm asking for like me. So I'm, I'm not a person of color, right? However, I can get very dark in the sun. It's almost like, is it not an etiquette thing for me to be like 
let me get as dark, dark, dark as possible. Also, if this is offensive, please tell me. And I will gladly, we can gladly just cut this. But it's a thought I've had having like more olive skin. I of think like, if I, I look like I'm like fresh off yourself. a beach. That's you know? my, that's my initial thought is like, I, I think that my, my initial gut reaction is that be yourself and just be whatever skin tone you are because thinking about it another way like I don't have that option so if the if the if the thought is that a darker contrast color is aesthetically not as good that feels really bad and I'm not saying you're meaning it this way no I know as I was talking I was like I see how this is not coming off well like but it is an honest thought I've had no I get that for myself of like I get that thought are they going to look but at me think, and be like, damn, dude, you had to be in the sun for 12 hours for five days in a row? You know what I mean? Like, and again, not that it's a bad I'm thing. I'm the pale, sickly ghost in the corner. <laughs> I think I, I would say lean into it. I mean, for, aggressive tan lines is a different thing. But like, yeah, that's part of it. So if, yeah. So let's put aside tan. Let's say you've got no, let's say you were panning in the nude. Um, Like, I think just leaning into what you would naturally be, whether that's because it's over the summer and you're tan or not is the best move because I think, I think like that frame of reference kind of perpetuates that that contrast is a potentially a negative thing. Right. Which and I know that's that not at all what I don't... mean. Exactly. exactly. It, it's just, it comes from, honestly, it comes from like, like we said, there's this thing of like, not again, that, no, that sounds bad if I put it that way. Basically, I've, ha- I've heard the opposite as well of there was a bridal party that made everyone get a spray tan like the days before and essentially oh, indirectly also does that kind of make everyone the same shade in a way. Right. Like, but the bride was like, you have to get this spray tan. Oh, that's and why this, does. Right. That sounds also crazy. So I think along the same lines, that's something I say is a no then. Yeah, that's a no. Because also, I think if there were if there were any bride that were like you, your skin got too dark for the aesthetic, like if they thought that, that would be, that'd be wild behavior. Oh my god, I don't right. even have the words. Anyone watching the video is just seeing my face just hanging open without words available to me, like because that yeah. So I so I think that yeah, lean be you, you know, like lean. Yeah, lean and I'm not saying that. anyone ever told me that. It was like indirectly a totally. thought I had. Feeling yeah, like, totally. oh, is this almost something like, because I can control it a bit, right? If I don't go in the sun for X amount of time, my tan will fade, right? And I was like, eh, is it? Is it not? And and maybe it's even fucked up that I had that thought. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with it. But I think it's really, I think it's really relatable that you had that thought because I think there's, I have had that thought in like an internalized racism way mm-hmm. about like not wanting putting aside weddings, not even related to weddings, just not in, when I was younger, not wanting to get tan because that would make me even darker than I already was mm-hmm. yes. and feeling okay. like that was a bad thing. For me, that's internalized racism, different for you, obviously. But like, I think it it kind of all circles back to that, that like, let's just embrace different skin tones on different people. And sometimes that's even hard on ourselves, like you said. Right. Because it felt like something I can control. So I was like, what is the etiquette on this of like, I, I don't know. No I don't know. I even finished that skin. You know, you know, like it's you, it's just you and your body, you know, like right. I don't think or, there's any etiquette on you and your body. Right. Or I would feel terrible if I'm in a bridal party and someone next to me goes, Oh, I should have got a spray tan. Cause I have to be next to you or whatever the fuck. 
So at the end of the day, maybe it's something that, you know, like we said, it's kind of all somewhat internal. Like I've never had anyone say anything to me about it specifically in this scenario, but uh, it was, it is a thought I have had. So thank you, by the way, for sharing. I hope that wasn't, I guess, I I mean, I brought that up. No, I think it's, I think it's, I'm glad you did. Cause I think it's like, it, it, I mean, it is a sensitive topic, but also I think something that like occurs to people. And so I think it like talking about it in this form, I think is great. Yeah. yeah. I get a spray tan because I prefer how I look with a spray tan. I don't really think great. about anybody else. <laughs> right. But do you think it'd be crazy if someone was like the whole bridal party has to get them? Yes. I think, yeah. I think we have got to tone down demands generally on a bridal party. Like totally between agree. all of the activities, all of the requirements, <laughs> all of the shit, lay off. Lay off. We're adults. Same. Yeah. There's a lot of judgment too around like, I think there's an assumption oftentimes that the bridal party just will participate in all of these extremely expensive activities just because they're in the bridal party. And I... I I wish that there were a, a socially acceptable way to say, yes, I really want to stand up with you and be in this with you, but not necessarily be required to go to all these things. And I don't I don't mean that on a personal level, like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to go to that bachelorette party because I, I wanted to go. No, I think and vice but, versa. Cause I, yeah. honestly, like I'm this sounds bad. I, I've been in enough weddings that I'm like, I don't have to be in them anymore and I am totally fine. Like, yeah, I can know you're my good friend and I'm not a part of the bridal party crew, but I would love to go to the bachelorette. So that's more my dilemma is getting asked to be in the wedding. Am I going to be frowned upon if I say I would love to do all the all I can't say I'd love to do all the fun shit. That's a terrible way to say it, Erica. Um, (laughs) But like, like just saying like boring crap. Yeah. Like it's such a oh, God, I feel like that's harder. My scenario. Like, no, but even even what I said, like I'm like just to be very clear to my friends that are listening, I have been so happy to be at all of your events, but I've seen it happen where somebody not even didn't want to, but like couldn't swing the bachelorette party or had a conflict. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of and money. then it seems like oftentimes the option is, oh, I guess I have to opt out of being in the in the wedding party, and I just wish that that weren't the case. Agreed. I feel like if when they you want say to the, the reasons party. financial nobody really is going to argue with that. Or if someone did argue that, if I said that to them, I honestly would just be like, well, I guess this isn't that good of a friend as I thought. If you're pushing back on me when I said I don't have it in my budget to go on this trip, you're totally right. That makes sense. Or if I said like, I can't do both. I can't be in the party and be there that day and do the hair and makeup and everything and go to this trip. Like, Which do you want me to do? Yeah. 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 We got to make choices. Something's got to get cut. You know, I think that's fair to say. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I think most people would be like, come on the trip. Like, let's just have a good fucking time. You know, especially if you're not made of time. honor. You're like, because it is an honor to be asked. It, it is an honor to be asked to be in the wedding, um, which is where that pressure comes. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I like I, I've basically I pretty much had a good time. I think actually to a to a party. I've had an amazing time at every bachelorette party I've ever been to. There was one wedding that I was in that I couldn't go on the bachelorette because I was in a different wedding. Yeah. The weekend they picked for the bachelorette. And I remember being so nervous, despite this incredibly legitimate excuse. It wasn't just a wedding I was going to. Like, I was in it. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I was just so nervous to tell her. She truly didn't, not didn't care. She wanted me to come, but she she understood. And I just was like, I can't believe that this whole industry has got me so on edge that I am scared to tell my friends that I can't go to the strip. Yeah, big wedding. 
I got you. Uh, this made me think of a question. Um, can you ever take back an RSVP to a wedding? Of course. Like, life happens. Yes. Okay. What yes. if What if you RSVP'd, you got invited to a different wedding that same weekend? Oh, is it okay no. to you have to take go it with back the f- and go to a different no, wedding? No, 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 no. You cannot. No, that's like yeah, what happened uh, to me where I hired somebody for something and they were like, "Oh, sorry, I got like a bigger job, so I'm canceling you." That, no. That's unacceptable. You've committed. Yeah, wait, wait to RSVP. Maybe if you think there's, but then there's other weddings in the pipeline. <laughs> but then there's etiquette with that, right? Like you shouldn't RSVP like at the last possible second either. Usually they, provide, usually they provide a date by which they want you to RSVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. If there's a but, deadline, I mean, there there usually is. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with RSVPing the day before the deadline. That's your deadline. If you wanted my RSVP earlier, set the date mm-hmm. earlier. I feel like the only scenario would be okay is if you got invited to a wedding that you also were asked to be in and the other wedding you're not in. Yeah, I just feel like you would have known about that sooner. Yeah, that's sometimes that's weird. You know, sometimes people don't. Like... Yeah, my brother's maybe. doing a very quick turnaround for his wedding. So it's like, Interesting. I, you know, if I had, I, I have six weddings this year, I could have had one the same weekend, but it's like, I feel like that's an obvious, like, yo, my brother got engaged and turns out they're doing this quickly. And like, I can't come anymore, but that's the only scenario in my brother, head. I think if of. it was your brother's wedding, then I think it would have been acceptable. Yeah. That's to me, that's like a fact inquiry and like is two case by case. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But it's just, you know, generally I would, generally I would say no. Same. But shit does happen. Like things do come up that are not just like better plans. Yeah. Well, when they tell you you plan a wedding, they say like, what's the percentage you should actually bank on maybe not even showing up? Oh, yeah. Like it's like of your invites. I forget what the actual percentage is, but there is one. Wedding planners will give you like like a It's like of your total invite list, they go assume 30% are probably going to say no or can't make it. And then the day of the wedding, I feel like it's like if you have 200 people they almost somewhat aren't surprised if like 10 people end up not showing up. Yeah. Which seems like a very high number. doesn't show up to a wedding they've RSVP to. That's like without saying psychotic. a word, day of doesn't show. Crazy. It's, fr- it's from a wedding planner. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you oh, have Oh, no, we're noticed. not disbelieving you. No, yeah. I believe it happens. <laughs> I believe. When I say I can't believe, I mean, I believe it does. And yeah. I am incredulous at these people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we should probably wrap. It's been yeah. an hour and 45 like, minutes. I got to go long. I got to have my third smoothie of the day. (laughs) This was an amazing conversation that went in a million different directions. I'm so happy about it. It Yeah. Thank you for coming back on. Yeah. Thanks. Glad I could get your reactions live. Oh my God. (laughs) We can debrief. Yeah. I'm truly shocked. I can't believe that. I I I was actually watching our sound waves when that happened. It was a good moment of silence. They all, they all went off. They went silent and they all went off the charts as we both like screamed into our microphones. Yeah. yeah especially buried the lead. You're like, what'd you think of the Ranger? I'm like, well, uh-huh. let me tell you guys how good he is. Oh, that make me no. eat my words. It's all still true. I don't think he's a, like, I, I have, I, oh, I don't yeah. have negative feelings. I, like I said, like I, I truly am sad for him that he is in this mindset and it's not my job to talk him out of it. So here we are. No, it is not. No, and I agree. I still don't think he's a bad guy. I meant you just you really buried the lead. <laughs> that was intentional. Yeah. That was intentional. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that was fully fucking on purpose. Storytelling, Erica. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really set me up. <laughs> you liked him? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> I am glad you told us earlier, though. I was imagining at the scenario oh, in which you'd gone through the entire story, and then at the very end, be like, "So then we broke up yesterday." Yeah. No. 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 Uh, tough.
Anyway. It's Thank like you. when a movie it starts, it's like day, and then it's like five years earlier. So that's right. that's yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, basically okay. like you know this person died and yeah. now we're gonna go back five years later and you're just exactly. gonna wait the entire time to find out when it happens. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. All right. Someone listen to this lovely. straight through. God bless. <laughs> all right. Good night, guys. Bye. Good night. Love you all. Love you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.